millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to a special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we talk to the filmmaker behind Sissy, Hannah Barlow. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We are, and we're discussing Sissy with creator Hannah Barlow. Now, Sissy is about former tween best friends Cecilia and Emma who run into each other after a decade. Cecilia is invited on Emma's bachelorette weekend where she gets stuck in a remote cabin with her high school bully who then proceeds to make the weekend a living hell Mm -hmm. until Cecilia snaps. Sissy is written and directed by Hannah Barlow and Kane Senners, starring Aisha D, Hannah Barlow, Emily DeMargariti, Daniel Monks, Yaren Ha, and Lucy Barrett. So Sissy is a horror comedy genre mashup that tackles the topics of childhood trauma, toxic friendship, bullying, influencer culture, and identity. There's a lot going on in There's this There's a film. lot going on there indeed. It premiered earlier this year at the South by Southwest Festival in Texas and was met with great critical acclaim. Very exciting for an Aussie film to be doing so well on the world stage. I love to see it. You can actually listen to our review of Sissy where we unpack the film in a bite-sized bonus episode and we'll make sure we pop the link in the description for you. Hannah Barlow is an actor portraying best friend Emma in the film Sissy, filmmaker and visual artist from Sydney, Australia. And Sissy is her sophomore directorial effort, co-written and directed with her now husband, Kane Sinise. So we were lucky enough to sit down with Barlow to discuss the finer points of Sissy and find out how she and her filmmaking partner juggled their many filmmaking roles, how social media has seemingly taken over our lives and how that influenced the story of Sissy and how fun it is to play in the world of horror, plus she revealed what her secret morning mantra is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's take a listen. She's an influencer. An influencer? Well, 
Hannah, thank you so much for joining Popcorn Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you because I just love Sissy so much. Congratulations on your film. Thank you so much for having me, Tim. I have uh, had the privilege of seeing your film twice now, but you launched Sissy at South by Southwest earlier this year. Yeah. How did it feel to be introducing your film to the world on such a big stage? It was absolutely surreal. Kane and I actually met nine years ago and when we met, we went to South by because he was working on his next film and he made his first film in Austin. So he was like, just come over, check it out. And we fell in love with South by. So, you know, nine years later to be showing our film that we made together to the world stage, it was just yeah, literally a dream come true. It would have been a pinch me moment to think that's where it all, or I guess almost began for the both of you as a couple and then as filmmakers. Gee, that would have felt so good. It was wild. And, you know, now I'm starting to believe in the power of manifestation. So. <laughs> yes. Well, I've only recently started to get into that. Uh, it's working out pretty well so far. <laughs> yeah. The woo-woos know what they're talking about. They do. Now, on such a world stage as South by Southwest, you know, your film has a lot of Australiana in it. I'm curious to understand how, you know, what the reaction was for the scene at the engagement party where everyone starts seeing she's a piss spot. So they say, you know, that classic Australian thing. Was that lost or received well? Have you been asked a lot of questions about that after? No one in America knows what that is. Americans love Aussie iconography. They eat it up. So the Southwest screening was it just went off and we were like, wow. Cause you know, when you're in writing a film in your living room, you're like, and we're talking to our American friends being like, should we make it Australian? Should we make it American? And they're like, no, the Australian elements, it's going to set it apart. And we were right to trust them. Um, but when we were doing our Sydney film festival and Melbourne film festival premieres, yeah, people were singing along and that was really great. <laughs> How good is that? And also the look at Mui, the Kath and Kim reference, I really appreciated too. So that was improvised. <laughs> that was improvised. So that somehow snuck its way in. It always does. Kath and Kim references always find a way Mate, into conversations. It's the touchstone of Australian culture. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's not often that we get really great horror coming out of Australia. Why did you and Kane want to make a horror? Well, you know, Kane's a gore hound. <laughs> He's a film fan first, we both are, but his appreciation of horror is endless. And he brought me into, you know, the horror fandom and taught me what it meant worldwide. And, you know, I've become a horror fan, but I've seen the far-reaching tentacles of horror, having had the privilege to go to so many festivals across the globe. The horror fans are the most dedicated of all genres. And honestly, horror makes money. So we kind of, it was an artistic choice, but it was also a business choice intentionally. We were like, what what if we could kind of grow into this space artistically? And we did. Amazing. And obviously Kane had opened your eyes to the world of horror and you've since become a fan. What makes you two work so well together? I think because we're in a relationship, we're married now. Um, We've been together for so long. We got married this year, three weeks after South by, which was the dumbest idea ever. (laughs) We had, you know, we're riding a high this year. 2022 is an amazing year. Um, but I think because we are forced to work on our relationship because film is our third leg, we can just get brutal with each other and recover, you know, yeah. creatively. Like we can we can disagree and we can also just endlessly talk about the movie outside of work hours. 
So it's a serious advantage. Yeah. And we just love working with each other. Like we're best friends. I mean, that's perfect, isn't it? That's perfect. The, the, the best kind of collaboration. Now, Hannah, can you take us through the social commentary of Sissy? Because it's more than just your run of the mill horror, isn't it? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the world of social media and self-made wellness influencing is ripe for comedic material, yeah. but it, it kind of leans on the sinister side of that whole world, doesn't it? Yeah. So we all easily mock social media and influences. And I think here in Australia, we saw the apex of that with Bella Gibson. You know, she she really took advantage of our most vulnerable community, but we all put her there. Mm. Like the wellness industries, the, the sort of gross self-exposure that influencers put themselves through, commodifying your identity, all of that toxic sort of machinery of, of that industry reached its peak with Belle Gibson. It was like a confluence of really uh, superficial BS. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we were very inspired by her takedown. But also I think I graduated from drama school in like NIDA in 2013 and Instagram was born. So I watched and, and YouTube became a thing and I kind of I moved to LA right after NIDA and was confronted by the really toxic traits of the acting industry and how thin women were over there and how watching people use Instagram as a tool to get a career in, you know, a a very highly valued artistic industry, which has now morphed into this really strange business. And I was totally beaten down by my lack of success when I moved over there. And I think all of that kind of informed the writing no, I mean, but it's it's a complicated relationship that we have with social media. And I guess you're seeing an angle and a story in there through the character of, of Sissy. And then just to genre mash it with satire and horror is just the perfect platform to have a bit of fun, but also say something that's, you know, no one's really talking about or wants to acknowledge, right? So it's just yeah. such a, a tightrope, social media and how it influences people's behavior, how they treat people, and then how you see yourself in the world. We're all engaging with it, right? Like this film is an examination of our own relationship with social media because it's all fun and games for us to skew at influences, but we're all we're all engaging in it and we're all using it to, I don't know, put this fantasy of ourselves, like the most highly filtered version of ourselves out there. And how is that warping our perception of ourselves and our relationship with dopamine? And, you know, we're physiologically mutating because of our, our relationship with social media. So the content is right for picking, that's for sure. Now, what was it about Aisha D that made her right for the role of Sissy? Well, I was a massive fan of Aisha from The Bold Type. Like, it was my guilty pleasure, that show. So we went to her for another role and she read the script and loved it and came back to us and said, hey, I think I'm actually better for Cecilia. And we had a meeting over Zoom and and she was speaking about the character Cecilia in a way that just elevated the script. So it was an immediate yes. And we were all smart to cast her because she's incredible. She is amazing in this movie. I loved her performance so much. And as I said, I've seen it twice now. So I got so much more out of it the second time. Now it becomes more obvious towards the end, but would you say there are good guys and bad guys? And Sissy, did did you want the audience to fall on anyone's side by the end of the film? It's a good question because I think everyone's a villain in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give anything away about the trajectory, but 
what Kane and I were pointing out was how can you judge Cecilia when you're doing exactly the same thing? Yeah, so true. And we all have toxic parts that need growing up and nurturing. And when those parts aren't nurtured and we don't do the work on ourselves, what happens? Mm, well, you find out in Sissy. You do. You <laughs> find out. In some heightened way. Playful, very way. Yeah. Now, a change of pace here, body horror and gore is such a big visual component of your film. Is that a fun world to play in? Absolutely. Like, Kane was just dying. Like, we, we are big fans of Larry and Diahoven, who is our practical effects kind of he's the leader of our industry in Australia like he did mm. Relic he did um Mortal Kombat and working with him was just an absolute joy and his team at, at Scarecrow Studios they work so hard and just the most exciting moment on set for all of us was actually I can't give it away but <laughs> one of the kill scenes we had one shot at squashing a prosthetic part nice. of a body and these people had spent weeks threading every fiber of hair through the head and it was just like this is it we've got one chance and it worked out with the stitching between Larry's work and Seth Liney who was head of VFX and um yeah it was just it was insane and and it the reception of the gore like the kills worldwide because we're perfectionists right we're like ah it could be better it could be better and then people are like loving the gore specifically so yeah it is brilliant. It's so visceral. And that particular moment that you're referencing is something I didn't think I could watch twice, but I braved up and yeah, I'm proud of myself for getting through it. And it's so silly, you know, with the little cartoon pop. Oh, like It's so, it's brilliant. It's sensational. I love it. I love it. It's almost my favorite point in the movie. Oh, same. And I think if the film was darker in its tone, it wouldn't be okay to put mm. on screen. Because it's silly and fun and camp, it works. Now, speaking of silly, fun and camp, did you watch Love Island? Because those Paradise Love scenes were so much fun to watch. There are some shots in there that are just shot for shot. (laughs) Love Island season two. Like I devoured Love Island season two just as a way of getting me through the grueling nature of writing Sissy. And yeah, Yeah, I love it. Again, another, well, it's like a global thing. Love Island is such a massive brand, but in Australia, it's quite big too. So I think a lot of the audience will get a kick out of, especially in the Australian market. I hope so. I mean, we use Love Island as a vehicle to kind of, you know, in a wanky way, point out how the the group are connecting over a TV show as opposed to actually making connections with each other, villainizing, you know, these these people who are willing to kind of expose their lives and put themselves on screen for what? Like right. some cheap likes and follows. Um, but Love Island is kind of the, the epicenter of our culture now, which is really sad. Like reality TV has kind of eviscerated our artistic industry. Yes. And here you are putting a lens on that and making people, I guess, notice it and realize it and maybe take notice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, Hannah, to some filmmakers, it might seem like a dream to have such creative control over their project. You're a writer on this film. You're a co-director. You're a producer. You're also in the film as Emma. Wonderful performance, by the way. But what was the reality of juggling so many roles? Uh, what works when you work with your partner, like Kane and I just lean on each other through everything. And it was so fun. Like my favorite part of the process is always with Kane building a crazy idea from scratch in our living room. Um, we did it on spec and then we're compensated later. And then being in the editing room again with, um, our brilliant editor, Margie Hoy, just the sort of like puzzle piecing of it all. But on set, 
we're just a team and we leaned on all of our incredible HODs and our our whole sissy team to wear so many hats. But also, you know, as an actor, I didn't have time to have a process really. Mm-hmm. So I just leaned on Aisha and, you know, Yaron Hart and Daniel Monks and Lucy Barrett and Emily DeMarguerite and Sean Martindale, our, our cast, our incredible cast. They just showed up so I could kind of relax in my performance and get by. <laughs> Amazing. It sounds like such a great collaborative experience, this film, because your pre-production was really short. Your principal photography days. was really short. Yeah, it's madness. It was insane how quickly we had to make that movie during COVID. Yeah. I don't know how we survived, but. You did. We you did. did. We lived on now you have this amazing movie to share with the world. Now, speaking of the, the recognition, so Sissy has cleaned up with multiple actor nominations recently. Congratulations. Best film, best direction in film for you and Kane and also lead actress for Aisha D. How does it feel to be officially recognised in this way so early on in your feature career too? It's actually disorienting. <laughs> disorienting, first of all, that our industry would recognise a horror comedy at that scale, to even be mentioned in the same sentence with titans of our industries, people that we worship. Kane used to work for Baz. Like, I'm never going to get over it, and I'm very grateful. And I'm grateful that Asia is getting recognition from our industry. It means that it's changing. It's it's a sign of the times. So that's amazing to be a part of that. Yeah, I I don't know what to We're just baffled. Yeah, well, look, you deserve to be there and enjoy every moment of it because it's it's so special. Now, I, I want to thank you for your time today, Hannah. I really love chatting to you and getting to understand the intricacies of Sissy and how it came to be. I've got one final question for you. I am loved. I am special. I am enough. Is there a mantra you say to yourself or wish you did every day? I wish I was that self-actualized. <laughs> um, I really do. I just, it's usually in my head, it's shut up, Hannah. <laughs> it's more of that. I think a lot of people would uh, resonate with that sentiment a little more than, than what Cecilia says to herself. Thank you so much, Hannah. Congratulations on your film and all the success for its Aussie release. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was lovely talking to you and I hope we get to chat to each other again. Oh, yes, we will. Let's manifest that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Jim. I am loved. <laughs> special. I am enough. Wow, Tim, what a great interview. Barlow was so interesting to hear from. And there are so many layers to Sissy. It was just fascinating how she chose to satirise social media and influencer culture and how, you know, that complicated relationship Mm. that we have with that culture within this fun and violent horror film. I mean, you you watch Sissy and you see yourself in it. It's certainly the world of social media and influencer culture. You're having fun and there's people getting murdered in all sorts <laughs> of crazy ways. So, but then it still makes you think back and look about the world through a particular lens. It makes you look in the mirror and feel a bit uncomfortable. Doesn't yeah, it? it certainly does. The best kind of horror. The best kind. So Sissy has also recently been nominated for multiple actor awards for best film, best direction in film for Barlow and Sinise, and best lead actress in film for Aisha D. We love to see it. So we wish them all the 
success for the ceremony on December 5 and congratulate them on the film's recognition. That's it for another special episode of Popcorn Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this wonderful interview with Hannah Barlow. And you can catch Sissy in Australian cinemas from November 3 with Halloween sneak previews from October 27. And as always, friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube, guys, where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single one. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.